Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For whoever asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Matthew 7, 7 through 8. I'm Shannon Sorensen. Uh, my husband and I have been serving in Thailand since 2003. Our first project was in Sarin on the border of Cambodia, and today I'd like to share a story from Sarin. This story just shows how God works all details out for good, whether we see it at the beginning or not. She calls her story, The Disappearing Boy. <laughs> It was Sabbath afternoon at church. We were so pleased that our neighbor Bala, who was a Buddhist, had come to church again. And this time she had brought her two grandsons, Doriman, an eight-year-old autistic boy, and Mita who was five. After the fellowship meal, Bala came up to me in worried excitement. Dorimon had disappeared. She couldn't find him. He had left the church premises and was nowhere to be found. She said she had driven her motorbike all around looking for him, but to no avail. We huddled together under the car park. Let's pray. God can help us find this missing boy. We prayed together, and then I said, I'll take Mithat to your house and see if Dorimon may have gone there. You keep looking for him here. Here, take my cell phone and I'll take Christopher's. That way we can call each other if we find him. I drove slowly to Bala's house, looking for Dorimon all along the way. As we pulled up to their duplex, Dorimon's father was standing outside, his face pale. I didn't even have time to tell him that Dorimon was missing. He spoke first. Dorimon got hit by a vehicle. He's at the hospital. The word struck me like a brick. I felt so sick. I called Bala to give her the news. 
She in turn told me that her motorcycle had gotten a flat tire partway home and she was stopped getting it patched. As soon as it was fixed, she would go to the hospital. As we talked with Dorimon's father, a truck pulled out. And out came Dorimon and his grandfather. Dorimon's face was bandaged. He clutched his father and cried. I was so relieved he wasn't more badly hurt. Quickly, I called Bala and told her to come home. That afternoon, as I spent about two hours driving members back to their homes, I thought about Bala and Dorimon. Bala is still a relatively new interest, and she and her family were still Buddhist. In the Buddhist worldview, when something bad happens, it's a sign that you have been doing something wrong. Dorimon had run away and gotten hurt while Bala was in our church. How would she and her family interpret this? I cried out to God, Lord, you said that all things work together for good for those who love you. Bala is just beginning to love you. Please make even this accident turn out for good. The northern Khmer people are very friendly and seemingly open to the gospel. They love to visit and have fun, and they value one's ability to control his or her emotions. The Sorensons have ministered to both the northern Khmer people and the central Thai. The vast majority of northern Khmer people call themselves Buddhist, like most of the country of Thailand. Buddhism is so foundational in Thai society that a person who switches from Buddhism to another religion is often thought to have sold out on their own family and country. In addition to Buddhism, the northern Khmer have some of their own beliefs and unique practices. They have many spiritualistic ceremonies which honor their dead ancestors, and they have spirit doctors that perform many different kinds of healing sorcery. AFM missionaries began working among the northern Khmer in January 2003. In early 2014, they merged with the AFM Central Thai Project and relocated to Konkan, Thailand. Chris and Shannon Sorensen left behind a thriving church among the northern Khmer that includes a radio station outreach. A few days later, Bala Bala came came to our our house for a visit. There was excitement in her face. It seemed kind of strange. But then she reminded me that in the kids' Sabbath school that week, I had taught Jesus' parable of the lost lamb and how the shepherd had searched for it and found it. Dorimon was the lost lamb and Jesus found him, she exclaimed. She had taken the craft we made in Sabbath school that morning that said something like, God watches over us, and hung it up by Dorimon's bed as he slept. Instead of considering the accident a bad omen, she felt Jesus had been the good shepherd watching over her runaway lamb. Bala told me the details of Dorimon's accident. He had been walking home when a vehicle struck him. He was bleeding and crying when a stranger put him on her motorbike and took him to the hospital. Being autistic, He wasn't able to identify himself at the hospital, but amazingly, someone recognized him. They pulled up his records and called his grandfather. No, it wasn't coincidence. God sent a stranger to help Dorimon and help the hospital staff recognize him. It actually was a risky situation for that stranger to help him 
But seeing that child crying, she put aside her qualms and stopped to help. And I don't think it was coincidence that the parable of the lost lamb was the Sabbath school story for the week. God worked out every detail in his perfect wisdom. I was worried that this accident would turn Bala and her family away from God. But Bala continued to study the Bible with us, and even her husband was friendly to us. After studying for a while, Bala even chose to be baptized, and to this day Bala continues to come and help out in the church kitchen, Dorimon attending along with his brother Mita, and their faith in God continues to grow. Even when we don't see it, God can take what we think could be a problem and turn it out for good, for in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Well, God certainly did watch out for you and turn that situation into a blessing. Shannon, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey to missions? For years, I had been interested in missions, and um, we had read mission stories as kids, and I had decided to be a student missionary uh, probably between my sophomore and junior year of college. But as it turned out in God's plan, I met my husband, Christopher Sorensen, at Southern Adventist University. He had a passion for missions, and we decided to just get married and then go as career missionaries with AFM. Well, about mm, probably in the first month of our marriage, I got really sick. Uh, the doctor said I had a staph infection and it went systemic. As they did an other tests, the doctor actually thought that I had an autoimmune disorder and that it would be something that I would struggle with for life. She said, you're going to need to be careful about how you live. Just make sure you're taking good care of yourself and following the laws of health. At one point, she thought it was something like lupus, maybe not lupus, but something like that. And that kind of was a shock to us. As we thought about it, we thought, should we be overseas? Is that going to be safe? Am I going to be healthy enough for that? And during this time, we just prayed and we asked God uh, for his guidance. One day as I was praying in our bedroom, not, not even thinking about this autoimmune disorder, not, not thinking about myself at this time, I was actually praying for some friends when God flashed a couple Bible verses into my mind. And one of them was, You will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. And the second verse was, I've appointed you a light to the Gentiles. And those two verses just came into my mind, bang, bang. And it was just like out of nowhere. I, I had to stop and think, I don't even know where these verses are found. I know there are Bible verses somewhere in there, but where are they found? I felt like God had just spoken directly to me. I had to get up and find my, figure out where these verses were in the Bible. And sure enough, there they were. But I took that as God's message to me to move forward, that he had a plan for us um, as overseas missionaries. So we went ahead, made our plans. We were going to move forward with this. We were getting ready to come up to Adventist Frontier Missions for orientation. But before we came up to Michigan, we stopped at the doctor's office one more time for my latest test results. 
Um, the doctor wasn't there, but her helper came out with our paperwork and a handwritten note from the doctor attached. And it said something like, Your latest test results are normal. Just be careful to follow the laws of health and may God bless you. We left there feeling so thankful that God had helped me get better. We ended up launching to Thailand and uh, working there for the past 13 years. And by God's grace, there's never been a relapse or any autoimmune problems that we can tell. So we thank God. We feel like He confirmed His call to us. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves, for it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. If you feel missions may be the plan God has for your life, look us up online at afmonline.org or call 800-937-4236 for more information. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless. Let me try to do it.